in the Proceedings of the Pennsylvania Academy of Science, Volume 58, Number 2, from 1984, there was a report on an unusual conifer found in a Pennsylvania forest. The pine was located in a state forest in Huntington County, surviving in a deep rock depression. It was hypothesized that the ecological conditions of the situation allowed the tree to survive for 20 years or so. They found the tree in a deep depression in a large boulder that was five and a half feet high. In appearance, the pine was greatly stunted in growth. The bark of the trunk was rough and gnarled. The tree bent towards an opening in the forest canopy that allowed full light to fall in a limited way. The authors of the study described the process of the tree's survival and growth as natural bonsai, that from the Department of Biology at Juniata College. After a drought the following year, a severe drought, the authors returned to the site to find that the tree had died. The biologists took away lessons for the growth and development of normal trees in a forest from studying that lone natural bonsai tree and issued those findings in their report. And that was the science. Practitioners of the art of bonsai receive from the tree a word to the wise about watering, but also an image of a bent pine tree on a rock in a forest glade, like something from a Chinese scroll painting. Surely an inspiration for imagining the landscape of which your own tree could have been part and how it might be dreaming of its past. We're told it was June of 1988 that six people who shared a common interest in the ancient art of dwarf trees met informally to discuss ways of sharing their skills and expanding regional awareness of this ancient practice they formed the Northeast Pennsylvania Bonsai Society, and their membership has grown over the years. The group meets regularly in Pittston, between Wilkes-Barre and Scranton, and they hold an annual open house to further their goals. Carl Achhammer is former president and a long-time practitioner of the art of bonsai. We had a chance to speak with him by phone about the centuries-old tradition in anticipation of this year's open house on August 28th. Bonsai basically is the art of dwarfing trees to grow in small containers. We use a lot of different trees for this art. And in terms of dwarfing it, basically the, the trimming of the top and the cutting of the roots and growing it in a well-aggregated, air aerated soil in the small container will dwarf a tree indefinitely. How do you explain the use of the word art for it? Well, if you take a little tree from the ground that you collect and you want to make it bonsai, you got to remember this. In 50 years, that tree is going to be gorgeous and look like a huge tree you see in a picture or in your landscape. That, that takes 40, 50 years to get to that mature look. 
in bonsai, though, we are almost tricking the tree into growing like it would or looking like it would 50 years from now. So we're trying to take something that's only like one foot tall and 10 years old and make it look like it's 100 foot tall and 100 years old. With various uh, wiring techniques and trimming techniques, that's how we accomplish, that's, that's the art part of it. And you can teach somebody to do that, I assume, and you do like to do that. Absolutely. I mean, with any art or music or discipline like that, you always have your basics you want to learn. You have to learn scales in music. You have to learn how to draw stick figures in art. And uh, same thing with bonsai. You learn how to repot. You learn how to do one thing at a time. And eventually you're going to assimilate all those skills and then you're going to have your own, you're going to project your own outlook onto the tree. You, you want it to make a, the tree look like it's an old tree. You want to make it look very natural, like man has not touched it. That's our goal here. And there's a bunch of skills you learn how to do that, and eventually you become uh, better at it, and the, the trees look better as you, as you go along in your uh, career. And you are very good at telling us the history of the art. Yeah, around the Edo period in China... We see a lot of uh, little landhold representations of land holdings by the nobles. They uh, used trees and rocks and little plants to represent their land holdings. And through trade wars and Buddhism, that art or that appreciation of nature kind of went to Japan and then to Europe. And it only hit the U.S. about World War II when uh, servicemen started bringing over trees from Japan coming back from the Pacific. That was the, that was bonsai history in a nutshell. <laughs> Japan really put one tree in one pot, whereas China, it was multiple trees to represent the land holdings. That was known as Penjing, but Penjing and Bonsai are basically synonymous. But uh, Japan put a little more of the horticultural rules and our little more styles, stylistic rules on it. And now as Americans, we're putting our own flair on it. And you suggest we can go to the National Arboretum and see a wide range of styles. Oh, absolutely. We have trees down in Washington, D.C., at our arboretum that were donated in 1976 from Japan. That's what started it all for our bicentennial. They donated about 25 trees, and other places around the world did also donate trees. But over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of our American artists having trees donated to the arboretum, and that's what's keeping the collection alive. And what drew you to the art, Carl? Uh, I got one for a present about 25 years ago. And uh, it was over after that. <laughs> I really, I didn't have a success with that one. I think I forgot to water it. I killed it. I got another one. I think I might have done the same thing. Uh, beginners lack watering their trees. They, they have to get the right instructions on that. And as long as you remember to water your tree and give it the right light source, you should have a huge amount of success. After that, I just started reading. I met Sue up at Midway Garden Center, found the NEPA Bonsai Society, and just started studying, collecting trees. And uh, that's it. 25 years later, now I'm heavily involved into the art and uh, hope to retire doing something in it at some point, you know, 50 years from now. <laughs> and you tell us that you are surrounded by not just three trees, not just 10 trees. How many do you have in and around your house? Yeah, I probably have too many right now, probably 150, 200 or so. Whoa! It can get overwhelming when you get this many trees. As long as you have the time to do the work on them at the certain times of year, then it's okay. But the general person's only going to have one tree, two trees, maybe five trees. Very easy to take care of. Low maintenance. You don't have to trim them every day. It's just selective times a year where you can actually do work on some of the trees. Uh, other than that, you're watering it and making sure it has the right light source and giving it some fertilizer over the year. 
This is an odd question, Carl, but do you or do you think members of the Northeast PA Bonsai Society talk to their trees? Mm, In some way or another. Even just going out and hanging around your tree, I think maybe your energies are influencing the tree's growth somehow. I play a lot of music when I'm working on the tree, so I can't see them not being influenced somehow (laughs) by, you know, uh, musical waves. Now, you have a wonderful active society and you have monthly meetings, but you also have events that you open up to the public and one of those is coming up. Yeah, our club membership has actually increased a lot in the last year or so. I don't know if it was people coming out of COVID or just finding the art in some different way or just the art being exposed a little more online or so. We probably have about 40 members on the books at the club meetings. We probably get 25 or 30 of them to show up at a meeting. And yeah, our annual open house is coming up in a couple weeks, um, August 28th, Saturday, August 28th from 10 to 4 up at Midway Garden Center. And that's between Wilkes-Barre and Scranton, right? Yeah, right off the Pittston exit of 81. If you take 315 past Mohegan Sun, about two miles on the right, can't miss it. Now, you have various ages of trees that often are on display. You have inherited, didn't the society inherit a pretty old one? Oh, yeah. I'll have trees on display that are... I will make sure I have a couple little maples that I just pulled out of the ground this year that I'm growing in a small container uh, that are only, you know, within inside of maybe six, six months old. Now, are they bonsai yet? No, but they're future bonsai, but you can see where that starts. Uh, And yeah, we'll have trees, the members will have trees that are four to five years old up until easily 150, 200 years old. Uh, There was a bunch of them that are on display at Midway right now, actually. They were donated uh, by a past member who just, uh, who ran out of time to care for these trees. And these are all, they were all field grown for close to 50, 60 years and then bonsai for about 40 or so. Actually, members were able to buy those trees and that money went into the club treasury for future classes, guest artists, etc. But they'll be on display up at Midway and at the Open House. And tell us then if people come and want to see the art practiced by you all and also to see examples, as you've just suggested, and maybe hear a little bit of shakuhachi, Will? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so throughout the day in the Open House, we'll have a huge display of all the members' trees. There's usually 50, 60 trees plus the stuff that's already at Midway. There's probably over 150 trees there. And throughout the day, yeah, all the members will be there. You could talk to anybody to ask them about bonsai. I'll be there all day. The owner, Sue, will be there. We, we love talking to people about the art and getting people introduced into it. So throughout the day, also, members will be working on their own trees. Everybody brings a project to do, whether it's repotting something, wiring it, trimming it, so you can see people working physically working on their trees and ask questions throughout the day. And there will be plenty of trees for sale if you actually want to give the art a try, and we'll get you started in the right direction. You also are encouraging people, if they like what they see, to take part then and become a member. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're always looking for new members. We meet once a month the last Wednesday of the month. So we do everything from workshops to presentations to guest artists uh, or members will fill in and talk about their knowledge in the art on specific subjects, whether it be a conifer or deciduous, wiring, bending, shaping, styling, etc. And our next meeting is the week before the open house, August 25th, where we have a gentleman from Mountaintop, Rick Skursky from rickstreeart.com. He's coming up to talk about a tropical species called Cerisus. So that's our meeting topic this month. And then three days later, we'll have the open house. And is there a website, Carl? Yes. 
nepabonsai.com will take you to the website. And we are also on Facebook at NEPA Bonsai. And the wonderful thing is that you're mostly outside. We would like people to bring a mask. Just be careful as much as uh, you can. Yeah, everything else is outside, all the workshop areas and the display. So I feel confident if you're vaccinated, you should be fine walking around out there and all. But inside, you definitely wouldn't mind that if you have a mask to bring. Because uh, we have a great store inside. A lot of supplies and pots and tools and such, etc. are inside the store. So And the lemonade will be inside. <laughs> it's... Mid-August, what does that mean for you tending what you have outside in your backyard? Okay, uh, this time of year when the heat kicks up, our soils can dry out a little quicker. So we have to keep an eye on the watering of our trees. I'm working on some conifers, some deciduous, doing some trimmings on that, like a second trimming on deciduous conifers. We could do a lot of different work on this time of year. Um, tropical trees, the stuff that comes from the south that can't take our winter that we can grow inside, but everything's outside now. Those things we can do a ton of different work on because they're most active right now. So I do a lot of repotting on those, shaping, styling, wiring. And then uh, at the end of August into September, we can hit our pines a little more, conifer work. Uh, we slow down with the deciduous work by then in terms of waiting for the leaves to fall off there. That way we can trim those a little better one more time in the winter before they go dormant. And the other aspect of art is the art of pottery. And many of you are potters, right? Oh, yeah. We've had, uh, over the last couple of years, another thing that we've done in meetings is we've had a couple artists, potters, come up and actually do workshops with us. So we've all got a chance to make bonsai containers. And uh, you might see one or two of them with people's trees in for display. I've been doing it for about five years or so, and unfortunately I've been out of the studio for the last year or so. But yeah, everybody, you know, I think it's just at some point, if you're into the art of bonsai, you're going to try to make your own container. And it's really fun. And no matter what the container looks like, you know it's yours, and you know that that's your tree and your container. And it's just an added bonus. Carl Ockhammer a longtime practitioner of the art of bonsai and a longtime member of the Northeast Pennsylvania Bonsai Society, speaking with us about the art and also about this year's open house. It's Saturday, August 28th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Midway Garden Center, 1865 Highway 315 in Pittston, and it's just off Interstate 81. If you need more information, there's a website, nepabonsai.com, nepabonsai.com, or on Facebook, nepabonsai. And bonsai is spelled B-O-N-S-A-I, B-O-N-S-A-I. That's the Northeast Pennsylvania Bonsai Society with an open house Saturday, August 28th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., at Midway Garden Center, Highway 315, 1865, Pittston, Pennsylvania, just a stone's throw from the WVIA Public Media Studios. <laughs>